welcome to Change Your Story, Change Your Life. I'm your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers. Today, we're going to explore a story, a fictional story, that is actually very, very real. In fact, it's so real that it's playing itself out in our world, and it's touching all of our lives. You'll see exactly what I mean in a few moments. I'm going to read to you the opening of a brilliant song by Bob Dylan called Ballad of a Thin Man, and I'm not going to attempt to sing it. You wouldn't want to hear me singing it, trust me. But I'm going to read it to you, you know, like I would read a poem. The Ballad of a Thin Man begins like this. You walk into the room with your pencil in your hand. You see somebody naked and you say, who is that man? You try so hard, but you don't understand just what you will say when you get home. Because something is happening here, but you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Jones? That refrain, those last two lines, because something is happening here, but you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Jones? That repeats at the end of each section of the song. What is this all about? Well, it's extremely relevant today, although Dylan wrote this quite a while ago. I'm not sure right now the exact year. But it's timely today because it's zeroing in on the story that upholds society, that gives meaning to my life, to your life. It gives meaning to how we perceive work, how we perceive happiness, how we look at each other, and how we find purpose in activities that we choose to do in the world. That's rapidly changing, and I know that you feel it. Some people just feel it, and like Mr. Jones, they don't understand what's going on, so they feel a lot of anxiety, fear, uh, they feel disconnected, they don't feel uh, trusting of other people, because there's a lot of internal upheaval. Basically, we're seeing some important structures that we have believed in for decades and decades. Those structures are crumbling. The structures of the industrial age, along with its beliefs, like the way to a happy, secure life is to get a great education And then, with your degree, get a really good job that not only pays well, but that has great benefits with a wonderful retirement plan. And then you can start living the dream and not worry about your present or your future. Gee, isn't it interesting that that's becoming harder and harder to do? And not to sound like the 
messenger of doom here, but it's going to get worse. It's going to get harder. And it's actually a good thing because all it really is is massive change. And if we get through the storm, the hurricane, if you like, and we go through to the other side, we will be able to embrace a whole new set of beliefs, a new story for living that is incredibly powerful. Why am I talking about Bob Dylan and Mr. Jones? Well, I got inspired to do this because I'm listening to a book right now, uh, an audible audiobook called The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin. Storytellers, I can't recommend it enough. I think you should listen to it or read it yesterday because it will really... Seth Godin has a way of looking at the world that confuses so many people, seeing it clearly, and then articulating it, explaining it, giving you the big picture in such a way that is not only reassuring, but it's incredibly inspiring. What does the title of his book mean? What is the Icarus deception? Icarus is a mythological figure out of Greek mythology. His father was a craftsman named Daedalus, and the two of them wanted to escape from the island of Crete. We're not going to go into the reasons why, but they just did. They wanted to escape. And Daedalus created, he made wings of feathers that were held together with wax that both he and his son could wear, and those those wings enabled them to fly. They could fly like birds. But here's the thing. Daedalus warned his son, do not fly too close to the sun. Because if you do, you're in danger because the wax will melt. So what did Icarus do? Icarus flew too close to the sun. And sure enough, the wax melted and he plunged into the sea and he died. This myth is central to the story that we have been living in for decades. How so? Well, the message in there is don't fly too high. Don't get too big. Don't dream too big because you'll be destroyed. Just Think about it in your own life. How often do you get a great idea, get really excited about it, and then a voice in your head goes, come on, who are you kidding? Come down to earth, okay? Stop being a dreamer. Be like everybody else. Be reasonable. And then you push the idea out of your head and you bury your dream. So, Seth Godin, in his book, suggests, and I totally agree with him, 
that everyone has the capacity to create greatness. In fact, what he says is that the industrial age was the age in which we were being conditioned to be obedient, to follow the herd, to not speak up too loudly, and to conform, and basically become cogs in a machine. And even though we didn't like how it felt, we not only did it, but defended it because we identified it with security, with safety. We had been promised that that was the way to be happy and stay alive. But deep down inside, something I know in all of us, certainly in me, and I know in many people that I talk to, and also people that I don't talk to, some of you whom I haven't met yet, I'm willing to bet that deep down inside there's something that doesn't feel right about all of that. And yet there are fears, there are things that hold you back, and you think that you're not taking a bigger step because you don't have the ability, you don't have the talent, you don't have the, the genius. Seth Godin is asking you, in the Icarus deception, you see, it's, it's a deception when you're told not to fly too high. Take the risk to fly too high. And here's the good news, depending on how you look at it, that as the industrial values and the industrial story that basically wanted to turn us all into automatons crumbles, today, what is rewarded in the age of connection, the age of ideas, the age of being able to sell your knowledge, and we all have knowledge, whether you want to recognize it or not, what is being rewarded is what Seth Godin calls art. Now, let me be clear about this. The word art for many people means a painting, you know, uh, a sculptor, I mean, a a sculpted work, a piece of music. Those are forms of art, but he is expanding the definition of art. Art is any expression of who you authentically are. Any expression of your uniqueness. And we are all unique. It is the expression of your authentic story. And he challenges you in the book to really dig deep and to acknowledge that story, and then feel the fear of expressing it. Feel the fear of being criticized. Feel the fear of the story not even being heard by people or just laughed at, and express it anyway. Why would you do that? Because when you do it, you become fully alive. Not a bad deal to be fully alive. And Seth 
refers to the uh, to Dylan a lot in his book. He reveres him for his authenticity, and long before I ever heard of Seth Godin, I also admired, looked up to Bob Dylan tremendously because I recognized in him, as I was growing up, that he was truly an authentic voice in a very, often very fake world. He saw right through the crap, and he wouldn't play the game that would diminish him as a person. All of his music is about that. And certainly Ballad of a Thin Man is. Because here you have this guy who is probably part of the corporate culture who suddenly is, it's like he's waking up in a nightmare in which the entire world has changed and he doesn't understand what's going on around him. Can you relate at all? And on that note, oh, not on that note, before I end my little rant to you, my little story to you today, um, a reminder, you can get any Audible book of your choice absolutely free with no obligations whatsoever by simply going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. Why not begin, if you're not already listening to audiobooks, why not begin with the Icarus Deception? You won't be sorry. And here's the deal. You get that trial for an entire 30 days. If at the end of it, you don't want to get any more audiobooks, you're not required to, and you get to keep the one that you got for free. Besides that, if you decide, like I have, to get a book every month from them, then they also offer you this. This is incredible. If you get a book, you can have it for 365 days, one entire year. And if at some point you decide, you know what, this book really doesn't satisfy me. It didn't deliver what I expected. They don't ask you why. You can just exchange it for another one. Anyway, enough about that. Once again, www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. And now, I'm going to leave you with another verse of the song, Ballad of a Thin Man. You raise up your head and you ask, is this where it is? And somebody points to you and says, it's his. And you say, what's mine? And somebody else says, well, what is? And you say, oh my God, am I here all alone? But something is happening and you don't know what it is. Do you, Mr. Jones? <laughs> 